0: Georgie. And Abby! Hi Abby! Yay! Hi,
1: Hi Abby! Thank you
0: for joining us. You're our Thank actual, you for, actual like
2: asking me. Oh my gosh. I feel honored.
1: You're our first official
0: guest, yeah. I would
2: say.
1: Yes, which I, is huge. My parents were unofficial guests. So okay. you're the first official you were invited? Yeah. <laughs> we had an official On time, like at a yeah, like a little bit beforehand, like last week. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I talked to you about it though a while ago. Like, we, we, we've been wanting you to come on because since the beginning of Fran and Georgie, we've been, like, basically, we just want this to be like we're having a good combo with friends. Yes. When we just yeah. want to be, like, sitting on the couch at a slumber party or, like, a sleepover when we used to spend, like, hours on end with our best friends. And now, as adults, don't do that anymore. And then you came on and it came to mind. Well, I will say my best
2: conversations mm-hmm. are usually with Georgie and the mutual friends that we have yeah just (laughs) just because like they just go to all the like yucky places and all the beautiful places and then finding the beauty in the yucky places yes Yes. i feel they're just very like raw and gritty conversations that maybe are too weird to have with other people or like people aren't ready to go there aren't ready to go there yeah and um We've been ready. Yeah. <laughs> We've been ready. <laughs> We've been ready. It's so
1: true. Like, sometimes when I'm talking to people, I immediately go there thinking they're ready. Yeah. And then I see their reaction. They're like, oh, that was dark. Or like, yeah, sucks. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, All right. we're not going there today. <laughs> oh, so we're not. Yeah, we're not having a cover. All right. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which it is totally fine. Some people don't want to go there. But no. I've just found that I really connect with people like Francesca, like you, Abby, who are like, let's just let's get do it. real let's talk about all the stuff let's talk about yeah literally nothing's taboo in our conversations yeah which is also why I feel
2: like I haven't seen you in forever Fran. Haven't. I, I but feel I feel like- connected with you because I know sure. I know that that Possibility is there? Yes. For us to <laughs> yeah. Be like... like we could come together at any moment. Probably <laughs> without Georgie. Let me. me tell you about this <laughs> yeah. traumatic experience. I had. Yes.
0: <laughs> I. But let honestly, tell you, tell. I can't. I feel like I've seen you since when I visited slow But I don't know though. It's maybe been like seven years. There was some
2: LA house party we went to. Oh, oh, yes, I remember um, that. So
0: that was maybe like junior year of college.
1: Wait, what house party? It was, and oh. Like a, with, a woman with,
2: was hitting on Georgie and that she refused to believe that she was being hit on. Oh my God
1: We definitely need to cut this out. It was And I had, yes, this makes <laughs> no sense. No idea. And Olivia no and I were idea. there being like, <gasps> what that house party? girl was hitting on you. And, it was this
2: USC Georgie house party. so mad. She <laughs> was like, no, she wasn't, no, she wasn't. we like, yes, yeah, she I was. like, was. she's just Why are you nice.
1: <laughs> This makes sense. <laughs> and also, then literally a month later, you told me that she was either lesbian or I a think bi. that was
0: just when she was like exploring. Like, okay, I didn't know at that
1: point that she was dating
0: a girl that she met on whatever. Okay, but I think this house party was
1: at my house. It was. It we're was at, at the, at the house know. you were living at. I was living so at school. So not a, a random house party.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, you were living with a lot of people. I at was. The time. Yeah. yeah, I was. It was a pretty
0: large house. It was a very big there was house. Upstairs. Yeah, there were six yeah. girls, Whoa. six of us.
1: We partied at USC. Oh, yeah, University of was. Southern yeah, yeah, California.
0: Yeah, yeah, My best party memories were at Slow, though, for sure. I was yes, like, Yes, okay, yeah. that too. Okay, yeah. That's
1: the thing is, I remember, so I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. I remember, so Abby, actually, I met through a friend that I made at Cal Poly. And then Fran, obviously we had been friends forever. And so we actually all kind of like intertwined or yeah. started all of our friendships and like really got further into our friendship, I would say in college. And I just had the best memories of when you would come at the same time Fran came. Yeah. Yes, That might've might only been once or twice, but to me, I was like core memories with both of yeah. you coming to visit. And it was like, this is bliss. Like if yeah. I could have this all the time, it'd be amazing. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, so we brought Abby on because we've been talking a lot about. Well, first off, we last episode kind of got into like beauty culture a little bit, and just yeah. like P. consumer I, culture, and consumer really. Consumer culture, and speaking of consumer culture, got very much enmeshed <laughs> <laughs> with consumer got sucked culture. Just <laughs> circle back to TJ. <laughs> I got sucked right back in. <laughs> I was like all above it last episode. I was like, yeah. Consumer culture, like I'm over it. I know myself. I'm aware of myself. Cut to me an hour before you just right now Blacking out of TJ Blacking out of TJ. Two hundred dollars gone. <laughs> A- absolutely. Really? Easily. Oh wow. Down <laughs> down. Just down. It's gone. Gone forever. What is was it worth it? Yes. A thousand percent. You look so good
0: right now in all your jewelry. <laughs> Yeah, you're very blinged out (laughs) in TJ Maxx. Walking
1: at (laughs) him. TJ Maxx. Okay, so I got excuse me. (laughs) Okay, it's gonna be a long story that I didn't tell you guys before you came. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Great. Get ready for the Georgie podcast. (laughs) This is about me. No, very briefly, I had therapy this morning. Basically, I realized in therapy that I need to. Oh, this is a full. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No. 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 We're going (laughs) there basically what i realized in therapy is that i need to not neglect myself around other people and so i tend to like immediately go to like not only just like pleasing other people but like changing who i am and making sure like i fit whatever the narrative is that they have for me so Obviously. I was like, I need to buy myself a promised ring. Yes. <laughs> Cut to. Like the Jonas Brothers, I know but
0: that for myself. This is not about me, but I literally did the same thing in January. I went to therapy, and the, the the revelation was like, I need to invest in myself. Because I've been thinking, like, as Cyrus moves away, I was like, I, want, I, was like, I just want him to, like, give me a ring. Like, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, no, Francesca. Invest in yourself, and yes. I was like, "There's a jeweler downstairs that was like, she has like, you know, gold rings I've been wanting." And I was like, "I'm buying myself a promise ring that I'm
1: investing in myself this year." Oh my god, Twins. it's come full circle. Two. Justin Bieber, Justin really Bieber are made for the each Jonas other. Brothers until now. <laughs> yeah, Amen. Justin Bieber probably had a promise ring too. Probably. Did you have a um, promise ring? Nope. Did you ever? Did you have any friends or people in your high school that had yep. promise rings? Yeah. Were they like shamed, or, or like what was the narrative around that? Um, that they were dorks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was a major dork. I, I remember like when my mine- uh,
2: one of them was like my one of my best friends. Okay, okay. So, and it was just like I grew up like spending the night at her house on Saturdays and going to church with her in the morning. Wow. Was like a thing that happened in my family. It's not religious. Wow,
1: you went to church with your
2: friends. Oh yeah, I went to vacation Bible study school Oh my god. A little god. BBS <laughs> situation.
0: Oh yeah. For fun?
2: Wait, did For you funsies. Just, did you just call it BBS? Yeah, BBS baby. <laughs> vacation uh, Bible school. <laughs> would, this is a side note. They would make us like walk around with a Bible on our head. And I just have a vivid memory of like being real good at it and like <laughs> It was so? Why was that necessary for f-
1: discipline? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anyone of my friends though who did anyway. go to church who would voluntarily go to church with me <laughs> or
2: vacation <laughs> Bible school. I just wanted to be included. I don't oh, know. and yeah. <laughs> enjoyed sense. being with your friends. Yeah. yeah, and so she had a promise ring, and it was just like normal for me. But I was like,
1: I'm never gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're a wise, you're a wise one. Yeah. Um but yeah that's got all to say a consumerism ring. i got myself a promise ring to not neglect myself and around other people and to like let myself just be who i am and that is enough and that is i'm worthy okay that's a beautiful that was it um Amen. so yeah. yeah i spent a lot of at gj Snaps max tj Maxx is a wonderful place Ooh. Also Sheila is a wonderful place my therapist. Um, Sheila I I I've, I've talked yeah. to so many people about Sheila. Everyone knows her first name. Yep. Yeah. Everyone knows. Yep. You know her first name. You know her first name. Every friend I talk to is like, "Oh yeah, your therapist Sheila." And I was she- like, "Yes." I think it's amazing
0: also at least I think she's covered by your insurance. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I feel like amazing. that is
0: that is the ideal goal to the find a that therapist. The fact I have insurance. That's true. It's
1: crazy. <laughs> I honestly, this though, I'm honor. shocked these days. I'm like, wow, I have insurance, but Incredible. we wanted to talk more today about like instead of so turning kind of into beauty culture. Amongst that, maybe that an umbrella term or like part of it, but really, diet culture and um, like body image in yes. general. And so we talked about TJ Maxx. We got that out of the way. Got it out of the way. And you got it out of the way. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> got I don't know your system. <laughs> yeah.
0: I also think it might be a good, I'll just say, I also think it might be a good, um, maybe if Abby introduces herself a little bit. Yeah. More, yeah. Like, yeah tell please. Us. Yeah. Also, I feel like just saying like what you're currently yes. like, studying and doing, I yes. just feel like it's cool. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. And yes. I think that's really cool.
1: Okay. A thousand percent. Yes. Wow. You can
0: talk about your journey
1: too. Like how no, did you was get? This is happening. To- yeah. <laughs> Only if you want to. Okay. Yeah.
2: My name is Abby. <laughs> Thank you. Abby from have the block, baby. I have fans already. Um, it's hashtag or,
1: uh, Instagram Abby from the block.
2: Oh yeah, At Abby from the block. If you. Care. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm 28. Woo! Yep. Um, uh, today we're talking about diet culture. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I'll just start with my feelings about that. Yeah. Um, I I grew up fat and plus size, and have kind of always been in that body space. And so, growing up, especially in the early two thousands, with mm. oh yeah, that was wow, a, a skinny a time. Wild, <laughs> wild skinny time, um, and having an almond mom, which is we'll talk about that later <laughs> probably. Um, an almond mom, and then, kind of now navigating my life in my twenties, um, having feeling like my body was like this repulsive thing growing up mm. to now. Kind of fitting in more with like maybe what is a more desired body type, even though I'm on like the larger size of that spectrum, and mm-hmm. like navigating that headspace of oh, I went from thinking people are absolutely like repulsed and disgusted by my body to like people really like fetishizing me. Mm. So, and like, wow, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. interesting, wild. So I have a lot of opinions on diet culture, and I feel like I've been through the ringer with it, as I'm sure a lot of women and men now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel yes. Yeah. I yeah. feel like in general, also, at least from what Georgie's told me, you're very like interested in learning and talking and like being aware of it. Totally. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like for me, at least, I'm only coming into that. Like I think,
2: Welcome. I've been.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been un maybe not unreasonably, but sometimes it feels like unreasonably, like under the influence of, mm. yeah, like beauty standards, body standards, and just like being like uh, unaware of like the shaming or, you know, what I was putting on myself, so. Yes. Yeah, I think that's great. That I'm Thank excited you. to talk to you about it. It's crazy. And the experience. Yeah.
2: It's crazy that from the moment that we're born, it's like instilled in us from everyone we know and culture and society that like being fat is something that you should not strive to be or like it is bad if you are that. Like Mm -hmm. literally from when we're little, we get messages of that. Mm -hmm. And so how can it not feel like some sort of shame about our bodies in Mm -hmm. that sense when it comes to... Um, your size and also our relationships with food.
1: Yes. 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 And and the relationship it has to, like, just simply how you look and the relationship it has to how you feel on the inside, like, your literal organs and health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, people equating it to if you're bigger or if you're fatter, you are not healthy. And then if you're skinny and if you're small, you're healthy. And how back-ass words those things are because – growing up realizing like oh yeah you could feel ill like literally ill and be the tiniest you've ever been and those two things are just not the same like we can't put them in the same category um I think a lot of people do that too with I mean now we're kind of getting into it but I recently had conversations about Lizzo like Lizzo seems to be like everyone wants to like attack her or, like, everyone gets to have an opinion. The fact that Mm. anyone gets to have an opinion about how someone else is and who they are as a person based on what they look like. I'm unaware of what people are saying. Just that she's fat and she's unhealthy because she's fat and because she – or, like, how dare she, like, flaunts her, like, curves and body because of the way it is. Like, it's Mm. abrasive to people. Like, people find it offensive to them that she is – confident in who she is as a as a person and the body right. that she walks Are like she's
0: this- a promoting uh unhealthy, unhealthy. Yes. living yes and being like embracing and that's just yourself. like
1: one of the many the many viewpoints but it was like really realizing one that she's like a person of color so of course she's going to have like more of like critiquing on that end and then the fact that she's a big person of color a black woman is going to have extra critiquing right and then the fact that she's confident like how dare someone be yes. confident yeah. about their body and then be famous for it make money yeah. and like live her life because she's embracing and like happy with who she is maybe not all the time of course we all have like our own body issues but her documentary i mean I haven't it watched incredible. it. I need to watch it. I it was really good.
2: Love Lizzo. Yeah, so you just went to the
1: concert recently. Oh, I amazing. went to her concert
2: on my birthday. Wow. I went, oh. I went to Fat Girl healing. Church, and <gasps> it was. And I knew I was going to cry going in. I did not know I was going to cry within 30 seconds of her being (laughs) on stage. And I went with Olivia. Olivia took me for my birthday. And and both of us were just sobbing. (laughs) That is amazing. Because not only is it Lizzo, who is just like this fierce, fat woman, just rocking out on stage. All of her dancers are also fat Mm. women. Yeah. And there's a whole docu-series on that. Yep. Also, find on Amazon Prime. Um, <laughs> Two things I need to watch on Amazon oh Prime. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's great. It's like, incredible. First of all, just a little <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, plug no, like, You will laugh, you will cry, and you will twerk watching that show. Yeah, like, I love it's it. Just Have the best time. Chef's kiss. It's so great and beautiful. But, yeah, people are, people always say that to fat women in media, that they're glorifying obesity. Yeah. Glorify it.
0: I also yes she is (laughs) like
2: who cares the only indicator of you talking about a fat person is your own fat phobia yes
0: wow right I'm also just like it's not an indicator of her health or anyone's health yeah because I don't know I like what is obesity also is the other thing I feel like I should know this as my mom is a dietitian but like can you tell obesity just by looking at someone
1: I mean, I don't think I don't know. so.
2: Obesity, I think, correlates to, one, it's a disease, and two, f- stupid BMI. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so we'll what is BMI? The Body Mass Index. Index. And do you want some fun facts about Yes, BMI? please.
1: Yes. Yeah. BMI. some actual facts. <laughs> some,
2: yeah. Was, if I'm not mistaken, um, was uh, started by this mathematician. Oh. And, like, mm. the 18... 18- 30s i want to say um in the uk and basically this guy was just doing some sort of study about a certain population of men Mm -hmm. and just trying to like see what like (laughs) these guys weighed versus their height type of a situation and then later in like the 1900s probably like almost 100 years later some dude took it and was like, we're going to use this on individual people when it was never meant to be used on individual people as a measurement of health. It was just meant for, like, this, like, general study of, like, populations. Wow. That's crazy. And so it's not, (laughs) like... Medical or scientific whatsoever. And this guy was like, no, 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 no. It's no. mathematical. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. And this guy's like, no, 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 no. We're gonna use this on individual people. It was never meant for that. And then it's just stuck around. And that's it was initially done on like um mostly white men. The original wow. study. So I didn't even take into consideration. Like your Woman's race bodies. or women. Yeah, like I was gonna say anything, women. Like we
0: have such a different, different standard body. of totally. fat on our bodies, yes. which is crazy. Yes, and so it's literally
2: it hasn't changed or been updated or someone hasn't been like hmm, maybe we should like no, nope. they're just people are since still the eighteen
1: hundreds. Because also crazy. think about how much that would change. Like to it's to radicalize that system or like. Or to um, yeah, it's not to keep like fatties fight- down, man. Yes, exactly. Yeah. To fight against that system would mean like, oh, then all of science is probably like effed yeah. over. So now we can't, we can't go yeah. back. We can't rewrite. that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's oh also crazy God. how
1: many
2: doctors. So I grew up. Yeah, my whole life going to the doctor and like
0: having to have that conversation of weight. Me too. Actually, growing up, Which I was and my sister really. Mm-hmm. I was like uh that's really I was like I was like I'm sick and tired of people being like you're a little overweight basically or like you're heavy heavier whatever so that's when I was just like all right this I was like I was like mom can you make me like a meal plan because I was like I feel like I should take care of myself and then I was like I just got so sick of it that I was like I'm just going to cut this meal plan in half
2: I was like I'm just going to not eat
0: I was like I'm going to eat and then my mom would make me like
2: how old were you? Sorry. This
0: was like, I think this was the end of, this was the end of freshman year of high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, so when you were a little bit older. You were in
2: a, uh, you were a teenager. Yeah. I was There's a teenager. I was
0: like, I was 15, I was like 16. I was accurately 16.
2: say restrictive eating. Yeah. That's were... when I
0: like developed my eating disorder and oh, like, wow. and I was, I, but that was something that's a conversation that also me and my sister both had in, at our doctor's appointments every year and um and then also i just got comments from like family and like blah blah blah. so i was like i'm done with this and i would just basically like eat like two or three things out of every snack that i had for lunch and then i would throw out the rest and then that's how i began like it It and then i just
1: got too afraid to like add anything back and then i was like oops (laughs) i'm in trouble now i'm curious did people start making comments about you in like a more positive way when you started
0: when I when I got when I started to lose weight, I go, like, you look so good. Mm-hmm. You look up, Fran, you're looking amazing. And I was like. Of course, that's validating. Yeah, it was great, it was great. But I also felt like I was dying. <gasps> like, I, I remember wow. like walking up this, the Louisville stairs and just like being out of breath because I just had like wow. no energy and like no whatever, but.
2: So when, okay, so this started high school, like the end of high school.
0: hmm beginning you, of high school.
2: Beginning of high school. How long did it take you to notice that, okay, yes, I have an eating disorder. And then when you, if you did talk to a doctor about it, what did they say when you were like, I?
0: Yeah, well, my hmm. sister, so my mom, cause my mom is a dietitian. So one of her okay. biggest things was like, I don't want my kids to develop this. And I think she also struggled with. Um,
1: a lot my, of her moms my, did. My, yeah, my so. mom,
0: my mom's whole side. I just think any women, any woman who grew up You know before now and now would we're all at risk for having that Mm. um but i didn't actually i mean i think subconsciously i probably knew but my sister was like my mom was a little in denial a little bit or just kind of like whatever maybe is kind of i think that's what she says but my sister was like, there's something wrong with Francesca. I can see her ribs. And like, mm. she'd be, was like, mom, Very, like, like
1: forward. About yeah. It. She was like,
0: she's like, that's not, that's not cool. Like whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. What's, I don't know what you like, you look blue. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, meh. So my family was like, all right, I think you have an eating disorder. And they put me in like, we did a family therapy Okay. Um, but I will say... That's really nice that you started with therapy first instead of going to, I would say, like, a family doctor or, like... Yeah. yeah. Well, I think because my mom is a dietitian, yeah. she knows, like, she we kind of bypassed that part. And she also, you know, was like, might be more... A dietitian might be more helpful for someone struggling with an eating disorder than, per se, a medical doctor
1: also it sounds mm-hmm. like it's where it kind of began It was like yeah a with medical, medical doctor doctors being like yeah
0: which yeah which and yeah i'm happy to talk about all of that more because it's very interesting because i feel like i'm just not i'm now actually overcoming the disorder part of it like i don't think i mm-hmm. i learned how to eat mm-hmm. but i i but all of the messages of mm-hmm. i'm disgusting yes we have are and have been still present yeah. yes I want to hear more so you grew up also getting that at yeah at doctor's appointments you're overweight Yeah, you're and well, you had just, they had the scale thing right where mm-hmm. it was like a I
2: remember being at the pediatrician and being very young and having my doctor tell me that I was overweight and needed to lose weight mm-hmm. and feeling so like just wanting to cry and like feeling yeah. so much shame about it and then um my mom putting me on the south beach diet do you remember really? that no That's a throw well, can i
0: get a just also like a taste so you said your mom's an almond mom but yeah. what's your mom's like body type
2: my mom has al- also always been plus size okay as well as her mom
1: okay okay um Which genetics also have a huge part to play in all of this. And it's just like crazy how that goes out the window too. It's like, doesn't matter what you're just truly born with Mm -hmm. and like the genetic makeup you have.
2: So my grandma also, um, I think she might have been, she was like thinner growing up, but she was also not super skinny. And then as she got older and had children and, you know, she got bigger and then my mom was also always bigger. And my grandma started taking my mom to Weight Watchers meetings mm. when she was very young. Oh, like wow. middle school, wow. wow, that's young. And then when I was growing up, my mom also took me to Weight Watchers meetings. Oh, it's wow. really so hard it's, because
0: your body is like, yeah. you're not even... Developing. You, you're, your body hasn't even done the things that yes. it needs to do yet. Like you don't know what your body's gonna look like. It's yes. crazy.
2: But my mom was just doing what she thought yes, was right. right yeah of
0: course yeah
2: that's what her mom did and even though now looking back okay well that obviously didn't work really. yeah <laughs> yeah that obviously was not a solution yeah. but um good for you she was just doing what she thought was right and repeated the generational cycle of these body image issues yeah. of women that we've passed down and when I was in fourth grade, she put me on the South Beach diet, which if you don't know what that is, that's not eating carbs. Okay. That's zero carbs. Very popular oh in our parents' God. generation. Yes.
1: Which is like carbs that are in everything. Yes. Yeah, so
2: I remember yes. being in Most things. fourth and fifth grade and eating like ricotta cheese with like a like a scoop of the butterscotch instant pudding mixed in because it was a healthy dessert alternative and this right. tiny little ramekin that was and i was like, <sighs> no. mm, that was satisfying <laughs> uh, yeah i'm
1: so not hungry yeah, anymore and then
2: an uh, almond mom is it's just a general term for the mom who was like oh if you're hungry just have an almond or a handful of nuts and that, that will, is so will. interesting. I, know. I wonder cravings. if there's
1: like, yeah. is that? I mean, it's probably the equivalent to like fruit mom. Like, just have a piece of fruit. Yeah. Or like- well,
2: I think it started with like the South Beach diet, or not specifically that one, but you know that was. Yeah. What was happening? Yeah. And that's they would give you like meal plans and recipes, and it was like for breakfast, one hard-boiled egg. And oh then. Oh
1: <laughs> my god. One, just one. Yeah. That's all then- you get
2: to have. Oh, actually, something really funny, I saw this on, I don't know, TikTok or something recently, and it was um, like a diet book or something from the 50s, and it was like... (laughs) what you oh, should no. eat in a day and it was like a boiled egg or whatever and then for lunch it was just like an entire bottle of wine but it was <laughs> a serious actual book a <laughs> Wait, bottle of actually? wine yes and i was just like wow that's really telling of the 1950s an house entire
1: wine. bottle of wine i <laughs> yeah. need to find there can you find i'm that gonna try and find i'll send
2: of- it to you it was really that's really amazing. funny but going back to what you were saying about the doctors and stuff it's very interesting so i um I'm only self-diagnosing myself with an eating disorder um, because when I went to go talk to my doctor about it because Mm. I'm overweight, because I'm plus size, because I'm fat, it wasn't, she wasn't giving me a diagnosis. She was actually prescribing me to do restrictive eating. Oh. Whereas if I was a thinner, skinnier person going in and telling her that, that would have been a diagnosis that I had an eating disorder. Interesting. Oh, interesting.
0: Wait, okay. Interesting. So <clears throat> yeah. you you went into your doctor being like, I think I have an eating disorder. Yes. And your doctor said Just ignored me. So I think I have a
2: a binge eating disorder. But then yeah. I would also restrict food after that. So okay so i would overeat and then i would feel disgusting and shame and guilt and then i would keep eating because i was like i'm disgusting already yeah and then i would eat so much that i would actually physically get sick and throw up not mm-hmm. on purpose but just because i was just shoving food down my face and then after that i would starve myself for days because i felt so much shame and oh guilt. wow okay and so i was doing this um the cycle the cycle probably starting in like middle school probably um, and then doing it into my 20s and then started getting, like, involved in the social media plus size movement and, like, hearing other people talk about stuff. And then I heard about a binge eating disorder because I'd never heard about it oh, before. Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, okay. it
1: is, you only it's hear. not as talked about. Yeah. Oh, I, right. I mean. thought, I was like, oh,
2: like, anorexia and bulimia, those are what I recognize yeah. as. Yeah. Eating disorders. And then I started Googling and doing research and I was like, i pretty textbook
1: for yes. this yeah
2: and then went to go see my doctor about it and she just it's <laughs> like um just ignored the whole conversation and she was like no you need to eat less mm. you are fat Oh my god! and I was like and I had started yeah. going to therapy at that time also and I was like okay and I have had this conversation all my life and and now kind of know how to advocate for myself and yeah Doctor's offices and just crazy, how you had to learn and, that. And so just young. telling her, I was like, I hear what you're saying, I am very in tune with my body now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I am overweight, but if and I went in because I was getting sick a lot, mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. I was like, I just really want some like blood work done, I want some tests done, I want to see what's going on. And she was not wanting to do that at yeah. all, she Whoa. was just wanting me
0: to. Stop eating. Basically. Yeah, this is very interesting. Yeah, you literally
1: had to ask for yes, and I blood told work. I told to her I had to ask your multiple actual times. Health,
2: like yeah. what's going on? And I told her I was like, I'm in therapy right now. Um, I'm working on my relationship with food and like eating and implementing um, like healthy choices mentally and physically and with with you know. Did they
0: ever recommend a dietitian? No, that's crazy because I'm like, I mean, I'm not gonna say too much about my mom's like opinions but i do think like in general like at my at least the way my mom works she's a little bit more medical but she is aware of like the food and like the disorder part of it Mm -hmm. and it's like it seems like doctors medical doctors are super unaware or i don't i don't know it's it's just weird that's just weird to me because it's
1: like
0: yeah i i don't know why one one she wouldn't but it seems like it happens a lot and oh, two, yeah like dietitians feel like for eating disorders especially are a bridge between the medical and the emotional Psychological. Yes. like emotional. they can't they're not as they're not adept they're not as adept to help you with the mental part of it but they can help you with the medical part of it and it at least from my experience the medical doctors really haven't have only been hindering a lot of healing healing and awareness of um, someone going through it which is very fascinating and I don't know why because my mom struggles with this of like it's not like hard to get business but it's like there's so many people dealing with eating disorders and Mm -hmm. it feels like they're not aware that Di- like, dietitians are, like, kind of, like, necessary in that.
2: Well, I think but I don't Western know. Anyway. medicine and doctors profit off of
1: diet culture. Right. Mm. Right. Wow. Well, And profit off, off <laughs> consumerism. of... Consumerism. Yeah, consumerism, diet culture, and also you uh, showing up and having issues to to start yes. with, too. Or having, like, a concern or having health, yes. health concerns anyway. And it's just fascinating i'm like making a wide wide sweeping assumption here but i feel like in the past doctors weren't trained as much to like understand the psychological or emotional yeah impacts of health in general that's why like the aces um they have you ever heard of the aces test it's basically like this is basically like how childhood trauma impacts your actual like health and well-being and like cholesterol levels cortisol levels like how Mm -hmm. emotional or like environmental uh systemic issues impact like your your overall health and that was like a huge breakthrough because they're like oh we're that's connected oh we didn't know and I'm not saying every doctor but I think it's a lot more common now like now now literally like since the pandemic because all of them had to like deal with oh, people are coming in for like anxiety or people are coming in with these things. And now I think doctors are a little bit more trained to like understand what that might look like.
0: Yeah, Um, no, they are. I would say like my mom also is is experiencing this um, initiative uh, or she's hearing about it through her work initiative to educate doctors in the emotional side and yeah. disorder part and you know and also with diabetes and all this stuff and how it plays into adolescence and yeah. stuff so it's I think it's definitely like people are are trying which yeah. is cool
1: but like at the time potentially when both of you are, you're seeing your doctors at such a young age too it's like so easy to go to like well what's like I don't know if like more robotic or just like what's like the black and white Mm -hmm. here instead of the gray area and that is emotions like emotions and experiences and messages that you're told are this gray area that I don't think doctors are often willing to like step into or go into maybe more in the past than now um, because it's not a black and white it's not like mathematical it's not yeah they're not always like or equipped you know it's not experiential knowledge <laughs> wow it always comes back to that. yeah i'm <laughs> such a big proponent of experiential yeah. knowledge
0: yeah i think also it probably it hasn't been in their like education or it wasn't in their education yeah. but yeah um can i ask so you were like blood work yeah let me get the blood work
2: yeah i had to ask Multiple times because she just wanted to keep shutting me down mm-hmm. and telling me that I was just, like, fat and needed to eat vegetables. So you don't and get it. And I was it. like, I'm vegan. I eat a lot of vegetables.
1: Yeah. You don't fucking get it.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I finally got it. Everything came back spick and span. And, and, where, and then what did she say? I don't think it was like, Clydesdale, baby. Wow. Um, <laughs> nothing. I never followed up with her because I yeah. felt so icky and shame and like what I've always felt.
1: So why? Like that's what's so wild to me is like it wouldn't she for at first shouldn't doctors she have be done the blood work?
2: F- our doctors are fat.
1: Oh no a thousand percent <laughs> but it's just like. That d- can be. Yeah. Most of them, yeah. If you need any it's more proof to like not say shame. I feel like yeah. Yeah it's it's I wonder okay my uh, question for you too when you were growing up these you, you had these doctors. Mm-hmm. Did do you remember them ever, a- excuse me, do you ever remember them asking if you, like, were involved in sports or athletics or, like, mm. what kind of, like, Yeah. exercise was um, in your life at that point? I was point. always
2: pushed to go and, and do exercise, and this is going to be a little sad girl story. Aww. I always try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am not athletic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hand-eye coordination. Fine.
2: That's a, I was not that's athletic a hot zero right there. I was there. so
0: bad at every sport yeah. I tried. I tried all of them until You're field hockey. great that field hockey. Well, that but I didn't get into that until my that's like true. freshman year of high school. That's so, great. Yeah, it was cool. That's when I became athletic, I would say. Yeah. But like I'm in middle school, I was like, wow, like soccer I was so bad. I tried softball, yeah. so bad.
2: I tried out for basketball team, cut. So bad. <laughs> tried out for softball team, cut. I got And I yes. was just You I got tried, cut in middle school? Like, I middle got, school and
1: high school. Uh, what the fuck? In middle, maybe in high school, but in middle school, like everyone was I, playing all the sports because they didn't ch- have I got volleyball. People. Cut. Yes. Wow. Like I, so I bad. never,
2: like I always try it, and I go to the champ. My little, a little <laughs> fat heart is just trying to keep up and run with your but normal I'm trying, blood Yeah, I was like on uh, girls on the run, which was in elementary school, which is wild. Did you remember that? No. No, we hung. <laughs> You were nodding like you knew exactly. What <laughs> I you. just like girls on yeah. the run. With the, was this club when I was in um, elementary school, girls and it was on the run. we were all training to run a five k, and we we're like ten, Love and it. I was oh. like, this is terrible. I was just like trying to run along. I... Oh, my God. I just remember being, like, 10 years old and in my head being, like, mind over matter. Like, just true. Wow. I'm not athletic. And I've always tried and felt so bad Mm -hmm. about myself Mm -hmm. and so much shame and guilt because I just... Could not keep up. Yeah, I tried so hard, and then I got cut from these sports teams repeatedly. Like they wouldn't even just be like, "Here's a participation, Uh, (laughs) like pity, get on the
0: roster." You know, like I don't think that happened at St. Mel. Like they would keep. Like I never got kicked off. Well, they were too small small of
1: a school. I think yes, (laughs) they like
0: didn't have enough people. I got like bullied off by the coach on yeah. this basketball oh, team. No. I was like shooting and she, I I kept shooting like this. Oh. She was like, don't shoot like that. And I was like, okay. And then <laughs> I went to do it and she hit it back in my face. And I was, she was like.
1: That's very And true I was like, "Mom, um, I don't want to go back to you for. Peaches and middle school coaches. Their parents included, I think, have some unresolved trauma that they're replaying. Uh And and I speak for myself when I say that, because when I worked at Boys and Girls Club as a program associate, may (laughs) I add, I felt myself being like, oh, my God. I'm... These kids are triggering me because I haven't resolved my own shit and I'm just yelling at them and these poor kids don't... They didn't mean to do this. They didn't intentionally hurt me. That's crazy. They didn't intentionally not listen to me. They just don't know any better. Wow, that's really funny. But anyways, I think that translates to like young coaches and PE coaches and... Anyways, the other toxic... I was just asking that because I wonder I don't remember the appointments that I had really well but I I remember that being a big thing that my mom would talk about my parents would talk about that I would talk about often to like combat any like Sadness. comments about my body was I like remember, I'm athletic I play sports yeah. don't, uh, like you can't say anything I
0: remember when you wanted to quit soccer there was concern about you getting fat oh. in the general air
1: and my I was like, this is weird. God, but I, I, I remember. You have just unlocked a memory for me. <laughs> I remember, like, Not you bad. being like, I Not don't bad. think
0: I want to play soccer that much anymore. And there being, like, talk of that. Of, like, well, how are you going to, like, maintain your weight? Or, like. Yes. And I remember that being very fascinating because at the time.
1: Oh, my God. Because it was yeah. in high
0: school. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it because I, I was, I think, at the time silently going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it was very interesting. Wow.
1: And I remember, I think at the time I started getting like stretch marks, and I was like, oh, is this because I quit? Because mm. I'm getting like fatter. So I have stretch marks now, or I'm getting bigger because I have stretch marks now. And that's because I'm not working out as much or playing.
0: Like, yeah. I think exercising. also your, I would probably too aware of body, but your, like, body going from girl to woman was very very um distinct because i remember mm-hmm. you in like 6th grade you were very like mm-hmm. stick you <laughs> was were deep sorry mm-hmm. yes.
2: you were yes, very strong you were <laughs> also schools. very like
0: stick girl cuz i yeah. think cuz you were exercising a lot but you were whatever and i think when you went through what is it called oh puberty yeah yeah you <laughs>
1: We talk about it all kinds
0: <laughs> I kept wanting to say menopause, and I was like, "That's not the right one." Not yet.
1: Not yet, unfortunately.
0: Um, but you—you yeah. have—you were such a curvy woman now. Yeah. But you were such a very—you were like a more stick girl yeah. when we were younger. So and
1: people girl. started. And, leaking, I don't know what they. I think. Was. I liked it skinny yeah, stick, stick girl <laughs> lanky I don't know you were in the middle of lanky <laughs> I'm just a mad yeah
0: stick <laughs> yeah.
2: girl <laughs> it's
1: gotta be potty positive I I want you to know
2: when you were saying I just thought of like A Bug's Life and like me too stick. <laughs> yeah. oh my god
1: that's what I thought about this guy this stick oh my god A Bug's Life is such a good I love girl. that
2: movie
1: <laughs> I'm a beautiful butterfly <laughs> I'm a beautiful beautiful, beautiful, beautiful
2: the, butterfly I'm a
1: beautiful I a i that's why we invited you.
2: (laughs) So good. Uh, Great movie.
1: So, I want to watch that again. Um, But, yeah, I I think, too, once I stopped playing, Mm -hmm. you just unlock that for me because I think people, mostly family, started making comments more about my body once I stopped playing Mm. and also puberty. And also, really, um, like, I won't say who or in what, wet environments but I got definitely a lot of like pedophilic comments from older men. When Um, you were
0: getting more curvy? Yes.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Because I wasn't any like I wasn't like a little boy anymore. Like I literally was a little boy and I felt (laughs) Like, very much a little bit. Should more. we pause? <laughs>
0: okay, so when you went through puberty, yeah, you got I'm, some I'm not
1: trying to make this about me, but I'm just now realizing no, this is that, yeah. All like, part this of is it. all part of it. Exactly. All, about all of us. Yes. First of all, yes. diet culture impacts us all. It impacts us all. And it when does. you're saying, like, we're all at risk, I like that really hit me because I was like, oh my God, like just existing yeah as a woman and then i'm sure like you could go through all the layers as like a poor woman as a black woman as a person of color that's a woman as well as a trans woman as a queer woman like is a risk yeah it's just like automatically a risk because Mm -hmm. of and i think that's when a lot of really horrible stuff like psychologically started for me is when older men older people make were felt compelled and felt like they had a right to make comments about my body Mm -hmm. whether it was like oh you look really good or like oh like you look so mature grown up you're so grown up now I yeah a lot of gross comments from like older men or even in um high school my my aunt still brings this up but anyways my uh in high school the drama teacher we had Oh, we can cut that out. But (laughs) yes, I have very
0: traumatic moments. Very
1: traumatic. And I remember witnessing them. Just um and also that was kind of in the height of it, right? It was in
0: the fat middle of it, and
1: I did not appreciate (laughs) her everything about it. She was just like this very skinny white woman who was the drama teacher and dancer. So everything was just like, you know, graceful. Probably a Mm. lot of body issues herself. A thousand percent. Of course. Um Again, weird kind of PE teacher coach thing going on here. Drama teacher is no different. She made a lot of comments. Unresolved trauma that she then trickled into. Yeah. And uh, not just comments about like, oh, you're a dancer, but like, we're going to put you in the back kind of thing with Fran. It was like, Fran, like, let's. I was like, yeah, I
0: I can't believe you remember that memory because it is etched into my entire being but it was like the height of my eating disorder and we were like I was in the front we were doing a dance and she was like Francesca you're not getting the steps right and I think she told you to show me the steps or something she told someone to show me the steps and she's like I want someone to go help you with the steps and when you come back I want them to be better and then I worked on it so hard and I went up and I did it and, like, I felt pretty accomplished. Like, it going not make me cry talking about it. That's okay. But then she was, like, um... <laughs> but then she, like, I did it, and I was, like... And then she, like, moved me to the back. Yeah. She and I was, my like... Oh, uh, was, God. It was such, like, a hard moment yeah. going through, like... Because at the time, I was, like, just surviving, mm-hmm. you know? Right, um, and, and here it, was
2: another person yeah, kind of inadvertently critiquing. telling you that you weren't good enough. Yes.
0: yes,
1: exactly. It was like, I'm trying so
0: hard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, but I'm already okay. not feeling good enough for myself right now. And then for someone to, yeah. like... Yeah, it was, like, putting, like, this thing. And it, it really, like, when you're saying, like, working something
0: out, like, it really felt like a setup. Like, it, it didn't feel like she was actually paying attention to... What I was doing or if I improved? Yeah, it was like, is it perfect? Yeah, sorry, yeah, it's not so go to the back. Oh my gosh And it was like, I was just like, oh my gosh, and it was fine. I was just like, I can't remember, but I also was like, I think I, I can't remember if I like dropped. I didn't drop out, but I think it was the same play where my sister was sick and she couldn't like perform in the show or something. Mm. I can't remember. I really but anyways, that remember. was hard.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, um, this is the same woman who did that was also the same. And, like, did she is, make comments on you? Yeah. So she told my aunt. And this is, it's weird to say this because, like, in actuality, like, anyone might think that this is a very validating comment. But she was basically telling my aunt, like, with that beauty, like, she could do anything. She could literally do anything. Mm. and. Uh, In any scenario, like that might be a very validating comment, or like maybe I was validated at the time. Maybe I still feel validated in moments when I hear that. At the same time, it's to me, the way I received it was like, one, I'm nothing without my Mm. looks or beauty. Um, Two, that like I can't achieve anything unless unless I can't achieve anything just through hard work and like my actual skill sets, it's truly just because of the way I look. And part of that is true because there are like studies that have come out about like, you know, more attractive people or whatever, getting jobs or getting uh, raises or whatever. And it's a, It's a weird just culture and weird world we live in where people get to make comments like that or feel like they can make comments um, both in what they think like no matter their intentions, it causes pain, it causes suffering, it causes hurt. And that's when I'm always like, it's so hard because like as these like adults say this shit, I'm like, I can be understanding to a point, but like. I am sort of over the whole idea that we have to be, like, accommodating for their own shit that they didn't, like, work through. I'm like, grow the fuck up. That that hurts me. Yeah. (laughs) leave Just the, leave kids, the alone. kids alone
0: yes Let the, the, fucking... the comments from older people it's crazy Yeah. you know what I also, think
1: they, like yeah. your parents probably would have loved to see you in the front and like if we messed up which everyone did which is the best part it is so funny middle school
0: and high school drama it's literally drama. the best part it's the best part of it. like I mean maybe not when you go to like a Broadway show but <laughs> it's the most ex- <laughs> That's not
1: Broadway no but
0: that's also the point of theater it's <laughs> yes. like it's live it's only happening so if there's a fuck up like yeah. we get to see the people deal with it yeah You know, it's not about being it perfect, but also just, I just want to say something that I find kind of funny, but it's also maybe weird. Um, But I think for me, I am, I grew up with this idea that I wasn't attractive and just like I have felt disgusting. Um, But it's very funny because when I get like, when I used to get pedophilic, pedophile comments, comments, Yeah, yeah, comments that felt pedophile ish yeah. or like <laughs> we're just like uncalled for yeah. it would always make me feel very good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would remember. Feel, you saying well that. and when homeless people comment, make whistle Whoa, me, that was not where I thought that I'm was I'm telling right. you, I feel good when like I'm like if a homeless person I was like I'm like, okay. Oh, I was like, he thinks I'm cute. Well can I
2: ask <laughs> you um about like your body in terms of male validation
0: going up. So I didn't start getting body male validation from people my age until my eating disorder which was very confusing Mm -hmm. for obviously Mm -hmm. for healing purposes.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I had... In in middle school, I was like I, I talked about this I think before. I was my screen name was Franny four one one because I had all of the four one one on Who liked Who. Very cute.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah, like that's why that was the why or,
0: or, origin story. That was my Franny. origin story, and so <laughs> she did. It was I was always like so, some guy. It was so it's a kind of a weird place to be in, but any guy would tell me who they liked. Because I was friends with the guys, mm-hmm. and then the girls would tell me, and then I would just be like this
1: back and forth. Like,
0: I was what the is same you? person? No way! Yes. Oh my god! Also, yes. I
1: took advantage of those services, and well, Fran was completely my. I was that for Olivia. Telephone line. Oh, okay. Really? God! Oh my god! This we need to get crazy! Yeah.
0: Wow! But I mean, I felt valid. I was like, oh, people need me, you know. So I wow. felt very like used like in a good way but never the the, the object of desire no and there was yeah. it was especially wow. scarring with beep beep you can beep this out <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I <laughs> Insert those on top. honestly we should send him the podcast I know <laughs> I loved him yeah and I loved him so much and I was so mad because honestly I think he liked me too <laughs> but I don't know but then I remember all this drama went down. I think a
1: lot of boys liked you.
0: I don't know, maybe to be Okay,
1: sorry. Yeah,
0: honestly I felt I felt it, maybe. But they always would date someone else and in this particular they dated beep beep. And I was like Yeah, there's always <laughs> that one. Beep beep. I thank you beep. <laughs> I was like, I want him. Anyway, so but really it wasn't so i was always like there were two people in middle school who i was just, i really had a crush on and they just never liked me and i also had a comment in high school on that stupid website that we've talked about oh, but it was like spring. someone what was it called formspring formspring form spring. did
1: you also have that i had formspring oh, that was a that was the sick. worst
0: invention oh. sick did you oh, ever yes. have that
1: sick website
0: it was a sick website let's tell everyone what Formspring okay is. yes please. who knows i think okay. this is my memory okay mine was like you had a profile and people could comment anonymously yes okay
2: and just say the most hurtful things and just really like provoked by no one there wasn't <laughs> no. a
1: question no there wasn't no. anything it was literally just comment on this person yes. as a person it will say whatever you want and it it's anonymous crazy yes.
0: I, sometimes i i got some nice things but those one that stuck with me was um people are only friends with you because you're friends with Georgie, and i was like and i was like haha that's funny but i was like dying inside and i correlated it so much to beauty because mm. i mean also i think in in middle school like in general a lot of the boys liked you I don't know I'm I feel like was... I
1: I got around
0: yeah Georgie got around in no way but you were she also you were also Did very Did...
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's okay. I I got
0: you had a lot of commitment though to a certain
1: beep,
2: beep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so many names I still do I still dream about him yes yeah um, anyway, wonderful. sorry that was Anyways. a long answer. To your oh, question. I got a lot of
2: people calling me Shrek at my Farm Spring. Uh, and
1: wow.
2: the most fat-phobic comments. No, yeah. It was why great. did we? Why did
0: we create a? <laughs> uh, why did we create? Yeah. yeah. Why no, did but it we was create? Addictive. It was. It was. But <sighs> I didn't even think to think that it was a, a bad thing. It just, it just felt, felt like, like this thing that came, came up.
1: Yeah, and then and you then, had to keep it. Did anyone ever comment on yours? accidentally not anonymously? Well, it's
2: always um, anonymous, right?
1: I don't know. There I think there was something where remember. you could click it and I think there was a big thing that came out cuz one person accidentally didn't click Do anonymous. It. Oh. To a comment someone I made feel like, fresh when oh, you I might that
0: remember this.
2: I don't remember. All mine were anonymous and mean. But yeah,
0: but yeah. but yes, I remember when I was going through my eating disorder and boys started to like Comment or um, I remember there was a senior at Crespi who like liked me as a freshman, and I was being, I was like, it was also annoying because he had a girlfriend. Um, I remember yes. this. and I was like, person. this is it was, I didn't really want to date him, but, and I was like, no, you have a girlfriend, and your girlfriend is a little scary, um, but, but it did feel it was like the first time I ever got any validation in any yeah. way. But okay, yeah. Do you guys anyone have more things? Because then I was as I like, talked about the body
1: standard thing. Did you want to say something? Yeah. Well, because you though, were you guys were, were relating in that yes. like you were that for Olivia as well. And we can also bleep out Olivia's. Baby. Well, I yeah. was
2: gonna say the male validation ties a lot into um, body image and body standards mm. and um growing up in like middle school and high school and always being the like fat funny friend mm. um was huge for me. The
0: comedic sidekick. The comedic
2: Exactly. I was just on the sidelines, just right. you know, wanting any sort of male validation, which was why I was friends with all the boys. Yes. Because if I could get them to think I was funny and be their friend first. Mm. Yes. Then they wouldn't And then that was safe, right? That was safer than rejection about my body and having them like find me attractive because that was like, you know, when you're in high school, that's boys and girls, that's all there is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so that was a lot safer and I could protect myself. And I was like, nobody knows I'm fat if they like me, right? Like, wow. And that carried on through my whole life into now. Mm hmm plays a big part in my dating life now like interesting even now I have a date tonight yes we're so excited. and I mostly have to just keep, for you to
1: tell me how it is <laughs>
2: to keep actively having the conversation in my own head telling my voice to shut up mm. because it's like well you know he may not like how fat you are well mm. and I'm like even though all my pictures are so accurate but I have to yeah. When I make, like, a dating profile online, I have to be like, oh, I have to, like, show them that, like, you know, like, I'm plus size. I have to find, like, wow. it's at the That's forefront very of my mind yeah. at all times because dating and, like, I have so many comments of men saying things about my body. Like, literally last night, I got um, a message from somebody saying, hey, fat ass, on a
1: dating app. Oh, so they're, like, fetishizing should hey, fat ass. that make you And feel? then I said...
2: I was like, that's a bold introduction. Because I was like, is this going to turn into a witty comment of them liking my butt? Or, like, is this just being mean? Because I've also had men message me telling me to lose weight. Like, just Mm, matching with me to tell me that I I need to lose weight. That is crazy. Oh, yeah. I want to murder. This makes me want to murder. I used to have a picture of me and another friend in one of my photos. And I would have men all the time match with me just to message, Hey, I'm not into big girls, but I really like
1: your friend.
2: And like, try to like oh get me gosh. to facilitate something just with my Just further, head.
1: further uh-huh. digging, like my gosh, the whole deeper into yeah. what started like at a yeah. young age, just continually into adulthood, like
2: so, like navigating dating. That's crazy. <laughs> Fat and like the fatter you are, the more like like harder it is.
1: And also, what you were saying earlier about it also potentially being fetishized. So not oh, yeah. only are you like, oh, oh this yeah. may not people may not like this, or people may really, really like this to a point where it's like yeah. fetishizing. So when I'd... I was
2: bigger also, I used to get that a lot of then guys being like, I really like. Wow. <laughs> I really like the BBWs. It's is confusing. What is BBW? Like, um, Big Beautiful Women. Oh, okay. And you don't know what BBW is? No, I'm BBW. so not. Okay. I live under a rock. Big Beautiful <laughs> Women. <laughs> And um, they're <laughs> fetishized. Okay. Like a lot. And so I, I remember walking through school through CSUN and having literally this happened twice and then starting to sing. Um, there's a Drake song that has
1: hey, a B-B-W, BBW. Yeah, exactly. Like, and start oh. singing that
2: and like looking at me and checking out. Does that me out. make you feel good or mm-hmm. bad? Both. Yeah.
1: That's why I, I was both. like, but that must be fucking confusing. Yeah. yeah. Just like internally to be like, what the hell? Like, right. I don't know how to be. So I'm either repulsive this. or yeah. like
2: fatter sized, and I don't and know you have how to both live of them operating in, that. in you. Oh. You're sure
0: because like you grew up with feeling like right. fat was bad. Right. So
2: and- then I'm always living in the male gaze of like
1: mm. my body wow and
2: then um a couple years ago when i started right before i started going to therapy and going to therapy i started to really diversify the media i was consuming Mm -hmm. especially on social media with instagram and following plus size creatives and influencers and like i just needed to see bigger beautiful women who did not give a shit about yeah the male gaze and just like dressing how they wanted to and talking about fashion and clothes and and also talking about the struggles of of dating and just accessibility and like
1: finding clothes traveling yeah. as a fat
2: person like yeah. traveling
1: wow being able to fit on that. like an
2: airplane seat and having the seatbelt fit you, and like all these mm. different aspects of diversifying my media wow. is like huge and wow. how i view
0: myself now that's amazing yeah, yeah. and that's like because now right now i'm off social media and because it's been very difficult for my mm-hmm. mental health but I don't think that I I did try to diversify my my problem is comparison so it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just following people I know was difficult for me yes. you know yeah, yeah. Um, totally get that but I can see how how social media used well can be so empowering and helpful and yeah, like,
2: I think it's the only reason
1: why I don't hate myself anymore. Wow. That's huge That is massive. Did you sorry, just a quick question. Did you do that, start doing that once you go, went to therapy? Like did your therapist suggest that cuz some therapists will now diet like not diagnose will prescribe. treat you prescribe. I started doing it before. Prescribe um, like okay, okay. Mhm. They will prescribe I, like I, positive I account. was
2: so tired of hating myself. Yes. And I just hated my body, and I, which I hated myself, like, yeah. Yeah. so much. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I like, just, I'm tired of I'm it. I'm tired. <laughs> wow. So I just started, like, deep diving into the plus-size body-positive community online. That's cool. Which was how it all started. And I started getting messages from them of, like, you know, like, radical self-love and, like, yeah. body neutrality. And, like, it's just bodies. And then... Um, a lot of the people that I follow um, like the B word Brianna McDonald she does like creative shoots and like fully does media and like of like romanticizing her life and her body Mm. and like I was like why can I think that she is so beautiful and she's the same size as me, and I can't think that I'm beautiful? Right. Because yeah. I'm looking at myself through the male gaze, and I'm looking at her through my own female gaze. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Which was that wild. Is mind- that is mind. Yeah. Mind blowing. Wow.
0: Yeah. Can you? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. positive. Okay. I was just gonna say. I just re. Well, I mean, I've I've known. I think that I've body standards. Uh Um, I think... So, just for context, my mom is very small. She's very... She's short and skinny and small, but she was also very large as a kid. So, Mm -hmm. she, like, grew... She grew really fast, was a little chubby, got her period in, like, fourth grade, and then, like, slimmed out. Right. Stayed short. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She basically stayed at her, like, fourth grade height. Um, And my sister and I... I mean, she's gotten shorter, but she, I think she was, like, five foot or five two when you're younger. And we're, like, five six, five seven. So we're much taller. I it's not that much taller. But bigger. Taller. Um, I was... I feel like, also, I just have such a body dysmorphia view on
1: oh, my entire
0: yeah. growing up. But I felt large mm-hmm. as a... As up until, like, high school. Um... I was a lot taller. I don't know. You can maybe attest to this. I was definitely taller. I grew. I was just like, I was a little bit like a giant. Like I wasn't. I wasn't super super chubby, but I was like, I was like a a head shoulder taller than everyone. And you like
1: you had you went through puberty early. And I went to yeah, Yeah. I
0: did. I got my period in sixth grade and like, the beginning of sixth grade, and then people got theirs like eighth or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um. I think when I was younger, because so many of the girls around me were short, not shorter, but just shorter than me, skinny dancers, in my mind, that's what your body should be, like Mm -hmm. a dancer body. And I constantly in my head compare myself to a dancer body, but it was very interesting because I went to my physical therapy. Also, I've gone to physical therapy a lot of my life and I've had some like shoulder pain but I think also a lot of my physical therapy has been driven by the disgust of my body rather than actual Mm. physical pain Um, but I was going to my physical therapist and I was like I just made a passing comment of like ugh I just always feel like I um, need like a dancer body and my physical therapist was like oh that's so funny because like you totally don't have a dancer body Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like (laughs) I was like (laughs) I was like, well, what body do I have? And I think, like, it, was, it wasn't negative in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've been striving for a dancer body, like, just subconsciously my whole life, that I've been, like, not also being like, oh, maybe, I, maybe I've gotten there, but also I know I don't have one. But I just also was like, wait, there are different kind of bodies? Like, and this was literally, like, a month ago. I was just like, wait, different what? kind of
1: dancer bodies. Yes, also different like, kind of dancer bodies. Yeah. But I just like, not all dancers are tiny, small, skinny. Yeah, either. that's
0: also very true. But I just don't think I, and I, I would say like in general, I'm, I'm seeing a new therapist for my eating disorder, and I'm like realizing how not healed I am. Um, but I, I just didn't even realize like how much I was comparing myself to that standard. How much I was, de- I've been denying myself of being like, what? I- what is your body, who are you? You know? Mm.
2: Well, you said, you're like, I've always felt larger than everyone. I relate to that so hard, because I'm 5'10". Mm. And I've always, mm. all, since middle school, have been at least a size 14. Okay. I have fluctuated between a size 14 and 22. Mm-hmm. Since middle school, like I've always been plus size. And it, I think it ties into, I mean, being big is bad in any sort of thing and like mm. it also ties into our femininity mm. and like if you feel big you don't feel feminine if you don't feel feminine you don't feel desirable if you don't feel desirable in the male gaze then you are worthless wow. right
0: right yeah and it's crazy cuz when i when i started dating Cyrus he was he's always been like no i like i don't want you to be a stick mm-hmm, and no. i'm just so like unconvinced. yeah <laughs> I'm so sticky, no stick woman, no stick woman, no stick girl, but I'm so unconvinced by that. I'm like, okay, thank you for your encouragement, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but it's just so dumb because I know I'm not big. Like I, right now I know I'm not a big, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have like bigger, I have bigger legs in general, like I'm built bigger, but like, but it's, it's, it's bad in the sense that like, I'm probably still have, I know. You're talking right
1: now
2: and you have body dysmorphia. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm yeah, like. That, yeah, I think I, that's what she was going to say. I was about having big legs and I'm like, you're wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I know. Well, I don't know. This is, it's so crazy and I do, I know I'm so in my butt. It's like, I know I'm not big but I also, th- I think I'm,
2: And if you I'm were still... big that would be bad?
0: Oh, completely. Like mm-hmm. in my, yeah, I was, everything, like I just had this revelation at, at therapy. I was like, I have such, so should I should say the, the little chip thing. Sure. I was my okay, so I've I've been going to my my mom actually connected me to this therapist who is like she specializes in is in eating disorders and I was like, oh it'd be nice to have someone who has like that history, but you know, I'm I've already gone through therapy for my eating disorder. I'm healed. I'm healed. I didn't I've never thought I was like healed, but I'm like I can eat food. So I'm fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's like the bare minimum we're yeah. all it's trying to step. do. Just, yeah, yeah. But I went. Yeah.
0: And I was like, um, I went to. I was like, oh yeah, we went. Cyrus and I shared a burrito, oh, and he got chips and guacamole. And she was like, did you have any chips and guacamole? And I was like, oh, I had some guacamole. And she's like, oh, you didn't have chips. And I was like, well, I had some baby chips. And she's like, oh, you had baby chips. But did you have any adult-sized chips? And I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, why didn't you have adult sized chips? And I was like, or she's like, why did you only eat the baby chips? And I was like, I don't know, because I was like, chips are bad? And I was like, and she's like, oh, are they? And I was like, oh no. And I just didn't, caught. I'm like, it's just still so caught in, and it's, I know a lot of it has to do with anxiety, but like, so caught in the good and the bad like the morality there's there's yeah there's good and bad foods there's like whatever and and it's it's i have like a conscious self and i have like the anxiety self and like Mm. i know that being big is not bad Mm -hmm. i know that yeah chips are not bad but like there's this part of me that my mom likes to call ed eating disorder part of me which i don't like Mm -hmm. to refer it to as another person because it kind of freaks me out um but there's i'm just like like it will yeah. induce you know mm-hmm. and i'm like bad bad and I, yeah bad. i can't even see myself so you're welcome here's a living example of body dysmorphia but <laughs> well you know it's well, like that's
2: what we do is we assign we assign food mostly but things to being good and bad and like people be like oh i'm so should we be bad let's order a yes. basket of fries yes. for the table let's just be I'm bad i'm so glad you
1: said that Wait, um, that's like, yes. and that is like such a trendy thing like it's so common so normal yeah. for people or I, my, my least favorite thing is like oh we need to walk that off yes or like let, we i did a walk today or i did a workout today so i can yeah. eat this yes yeah. people
0: i it's like i i do that i'm always like oh i ate i ate oh wow I was like I was really crazy in my eating today I guess I gotta like really exercise tomorrow or I feel bad because I didn't exercise today and I ate mm-hmm. this food and I'm it's not like,
1: above it I would say that stuff I still do to yeah, this day yeah no but sure. I think
0: people say it casually yeah you know in yeah. our or it's like made like you're saying like kind of as like ooh, let's be crazy yeah like as a joke and like part of me says it that way too and part of me is like this has such a heavy weight on my heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, I work so, in the
2: food industry and the amount of times I have people being like, Oh, just just a salad. I'm trying to be good. Or yes. something like that. Wow. And I'm like, fucking ribeye, you coward. Like <laughs> I, you know what
0: I'm saying? Like, eat the mashed potatoes. Like come yes. live a little. Yeah. Yes, and you know what's crazy is my my therapist was like, I don't think we can trust your preferences right now. Ooh! I
1: love your therapist.
0: She was like, I was like, she needs to talk to a lot of people. like
1: me, I need to hear.
0: Yeah, I was like, because I don't. I was like, I don't like chips, and she was like, Do you? And I was like, Because I was like, but they don't. They make my stomach. Like I was like, I don't know. They give you stomachache. And she's like, Does Cyrus have a stomachache right now? And I was like, Probably not.
1: Yeah, but we create a logic. It's crazy. Like I mean, there's like a logic that you create to say a logic that is like tied to morality to say like this is okay and this is not okay or being bigger and when you were talking about I mean the femininity thing not only like being bigger but taking up literal space yeah like both physically and like as a personality how much that is like policed and like suppressed so often is like it's so tied to to like body being small, you being small, yeah. feminine being small and dainty and graceful yes. and kind and considerate and leaving space for other people to take up. Not you. Cause yeah. how are you. Right. I think
0: hearing how similar like our backgrounds were kind of, I mean, I feel I'm very inspired by your journey mm-hmm. because I think I've taken the opposite of just control, be small, make mm. small. Don't let your body be what it is. Less. You know, less, less, yeah, less. And that is a that's like a. I I've been having to think about my relate how my relationship to food is like my relationship to other things, mm-hmm. and I'm like realizing like my core, kind of underlining through line, is like it's always better to err on the side of less mm. than more. Like more is bad. Um, and less is always safe Yeah. always good and my therapist was like is there any place that more is good and I was like I think the only place is if it's like with healthy food I'm like oh if you give me carrots you can eat all the carrots you want Mm. you know and it's crazy because it's still tied to something good or something or something well don't you think
2: eating a lot of carrots would also give you a stomachache?
0: yeah probably (laughs) I think it's bad for you to eat a lot of carrots but I'm like it's fine Reach. but yeah yeah you'll turn orange if you do this broth fucking yes, gwyneth paltrow which we want to talk about because <laughs> god like, damn it when I'm we were so talking bad. about we were talking about something about the oh verbiage. no people are commenting on lizzo being like you're promoting bad health mm-hmm. and like you i mean you should maybe quote this more but uh-huh. gwyneth goes on and says yeah, yeah. go ahead the wow way to yes the fact that the people aren't like when it you said to drink right. eat water for breakfast and water for lunch yes and vegetables for dinner yes so lizzo- and no one's giving her a hard time is fucking crazy yeah. <laughs> say it scream say it from the rooftop It's oh, ah! fucking crazy you're yeah, crazy. crazy lizzo
2: is literally all over social media dancing her ass off like all all they do is like dance and work out and just because she's bigger they're like you're unhealthy even yeah. though she could yes probably run and sing on a treadmill wait like no but that's so hard oh. to do like it's I, it's, to like move it
1: I know oh my no, gosh. I won't even try it. it won't sucks. even try it I yes. can't walk upstairs how dare I yeah. even try to sing well because doing
2: she's it. fat and then we have Gweneth Paltrow, who is kind of going viral right now in this moment. Um, on a wellness podcast, either her own or someone else's.
0: Is she getting shit and, for it or is she?
2: Yeah, she is. Okay, that's Probably. good. Okay, yeah. good. good. She is. <laughs> she she went on a podcast and, and the interviewer guy was like, tell me about like your your approach to wellness and health and like, what are we eating? And she what goes on to say what she like eats in a day. And she goes, I start the morning with a cup of coffee. All The while she's hooked up to an IV that's giving her nutrients for lunch, that's broth. and for dinner, paleo, so lots of vegetables. And she's hooked up to an IV literally uh, to get nutrients because she is not eating, yes. Oh, like she's and sick and she's like, and This Ill. is healthy and, and talking whole, about wellness, health. which is just like, dude. That is restrictive eating What
0: 101,
2: it's, sister. Like, it, that is a liquid diet.
0: Yes. That is... Which also brings up the, I think it's orthorexia, which is, um, it's another eating disorder that is basically the fear of unhealthy foods, or you only eat foods that are mm. quote-unquote healthy, yeah. which orthorexia. is super basically just it's just accepted in our culture it basically is what diet culture and health culture is wow. right now yeah and it's really bad because it's like literally an eating disorder yeah um but, and whatever the trend is like you know we have such a keto paleo thing happening and people are only eating vegetables and bone broth yes and like we're deficient in this and this and, and this why are and we this? normalizing being hooked say- up to an
1: iv to get She's literally in a hospital. Like, what I'm imagining is she's, like, in yeah, a hospital setting. she's in her living setting. But, like, <laughs> like might it's, as well be in the hospital fucking hooked up to yeah, water and nutrients yeah. because that's how sick she is. Yeah. But, like, I was talking to you guys about it. And it, uh, both of you, I've said separately. And, again, I don't think this is everyone. But I think we've normalized orthorexia, potentially, so much. Or diet culture so much that I think I have a theory and I only have this theory because I likely have like thought about it myself too Mm. about limiting what I eat but calling it a celiacs calling it an aversion to gluten calling it a not I'm it's hard to say like vegetarian and you know some people are like genuinely like want to protect animals, and I get that. But, like, I think that we have such a normalcy about it that calling it something is a way for people not to have to explain themselves that they have either body dysmorphia or they're tapping into diet culture. And I, again, only say that because I myself have thought about, like, oh, maybe I should just say that I have an aversion to gluten so I don't eat bread. Yes. And then no one will have to say that, or ask me, like, why aren't you eating the bread?
2: I think that's pretty... Fair to say, in LA. Yes, for
0: sure in LA. Eating disorder, using food in a disordered way to deal with unresolved emotional trauma, blah blah. In in you, mm-hmm. and going back to my therapist, being like, I don't think we can trust your preferences right now. I think a lot of the time, I do get stomach aches from eating certain foods but not because of the food, but because of my anxiety with the food. Whoa. And so, like, I think it's it's so easy, especially in the diet culture that we're living in. It's so loud, and, and Hollywood is so difficult to live in with billboards and this and that, and they can confuse the, you know, oh, I have celiac disease with, oh, bread's bad for you. I can't eat bread anymore. I do get stomach aches because mm. of this bread because, oh, I know that if I eat it, I feel like I'm going to die mm-hmm. because that's what
1: the world is telling me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I don't think we're saying people don't have celiacs. No, it's people It's just have like, it. I think that we've gotten so deep entrenched into diet culture that now we're creating this sort of logic to not have to explain ourselves and then to kind of just stick with our own...
0: Yeah. And I think awareness because abby you were saying of like i'm going on this date and like Mm -hmm, i have to constantly be like abby what were you saying what you telling yourself
2: (laughs) i have to constantly tell myself people preferences i am plus size i'm okay with that if they have a problem with that that's just an indication of their own fat phobia and not an indication of who i am as a person or my self-worth and I just also have to be like, just go and have fun and see if you like them. It doesn't. It, it you yes. you need to put your body out of this conversation. Yeah. 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 If that happens, you are more than prepared for it. <laughs> 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 Preparing my whole life for this. Yeah. Um, so it but it's mm-hmm. like co- this week is this date has been planned for a week. Mm-hmm. So this conversation I keep having to have with myself every single day. But it's yeah. amazing.
0: Like I think I'm so reluctant to be like aware and have that conversation and mm. the fact that like yeah it's not about celiac like or you're not getting sleep. there though. I am. I feel yeah. like I'm yeah. just starting to be like oh you're just going to need to be nice to yourself. You're going to yeah. need to let yourself be a little bit. Yeah. And, but, and it's okay
2: that your body just is your body.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't even need to fit a type. No. But I think the more that we can be aware of like how diet culture is affecting us and and do the steps every day to be like, okay, have that conversation yes. with yourself. And yeah, it's just really, it's very eye opening to like, even to just be like, hear you be like, I'm going on the state and I'm nervous about this thing with this history of what I have. And every day I've had to have this conversation with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you have to do that too? Yeah. Maybe I can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? You
2: have to. Uh- The thing about diet culture is once you know what's happening and, like, you start to be in tune with yourself, um, the work happens every single day. Mm. It's not just, like, a I go and fix myself in therapy. It's, like, oh, uh, now I have to go out into the real world and, like, keep doing it every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, facing criticism and backlash and seeing... Gwyneth Paltrow hooked up to an IV because she fears being fat so much. Mm -hmm. And, like, oh, the fear. Why do we have so much fear about being fat? Fear. And hatred. Like, pure hatred. Diet culture is just.
0: It's tied to, like, death. I don't
2: know. That's what people think. That's going back. It's diet culture glorifies. Because they th- and equates it to health. Mm-hmm. So if you are the opposite of that, then you are not healthy and you are going to
0: die. Die. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, how, which is crazy. So that's a wrap. Wow.
1: That's <laughs> that. that was the final thought. Yeah. Thank you for well, joining wait, us. Wait, can we just really quickly, can you just list off some people that you follow that you really like? Um, because oh, yeah. I would like to put them like in the comments and I'll, I'll you totally. can just say their names and then I'll get. Them later. Yes. Just so so we, we have up. the
2: B word, Brianna McDonald. Um, she's wonderful, and she herself like creates and funds these tiny little short films of her. Just being sexy and like a fat body, like, and she creates like bikini lookbooks every year of her being in a bikini, which is like a huge thing, and like. Well, yeah. For, fat women, right? Like having the courage to be in a bathing suit. Um, How brave. (laughs) Yeah. Gabby Fresh is another one, another creative. She does a lot of like collabs with clothing brands. Um, We have Natalie Means Nice. We have so many people. We have the Plus Bus, which is located in Glendale, which is a secondhand plus size clothing store, which are very hard to come by, Mm -hmm. especially not thrifting. So cool. Um, and like all these like plus size influencers and celebrities donate there. So you can go and find like Lizzo's closet right now. You can go and shop
1: Gabby Fresh's closet. That is so sick. Like, yeah, the fact that that exists now, which we definitely didn't have when we were younger, at least I don't think so. But we also didn't have social media. Totally. That's called the... The Plus Bus. Plus Bus. Mm -hmm. Plus Bus. In Glendale. In Glendale. Okay, I will tag the things in the comments.
0: Thank yes. you so much Thank Abby. You, Abby. Thank I, you Abby. for, for having dedicating me. your
1: freaking Friday to us before your date. To talk yeah, this was a dream come true.
0: <laughs> I would love to do this again Yeah. even just like maybe diving deeper into eating disorders and because yeah. I'm I really want to be on that like I'm obviously in that train but yeah. it was so nice to have your perspective and yeah. I don't know I think this was like
1: really refreshing. Literally I, for I a, forgot for a second that we were doing a podcast. I, I was like <laughs> Because this just is like, a normal this conversation is, that we wouldn't have, which is why this is. This is these are it. good people. Here we go. It's
2: Keep going. I'm a
1: lot of the oh. world, African. Here we go. It's love. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You lost it a little bit.
2: <laughs> 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 it started off so strong. <laughs> thank you
1: abby you're the best
0: i
2: love you both
1: say ciao Ciao. (laughs) thanks for listening to this episode and joining the fran and georgie community if anything we said resonated with you or made you think of a friend share the episode If you enjoyed this and want more Fran and Georgie, subscribe or follow on any or all of the
0: platforms we're on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. This way you can get notified when we release a new episode. And if you're feeling really excited, give us a five-star rating and a gushing review. Following our podcast and or liking the episodes would be a huge help. We'll see you next time.